Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the weirdest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? I'm slowly boiling in this room, Connor. Mm, Ireland yeah. today has gotten up to, oh, 17 degrees Celsius. <laughs> We're not trying to brag. Okay, we we don't want to rub it in everyone's face, but we have seen the sun in these parts. We've gotten a slight bit of vitamin D for the first time in, oh, I would say a year or so. And Another quite few frankly, weeks and I might, be co- I might get back to white. Oh my, God. yeah, as soon as he's fully transparent. <laughs> fully uh, transparent. But yeah, this is the show, as Connor said, where we you have spent a week researching all the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man who is not heard any of these news stories Um, and the listeners of course what they're going to do is leave a like and a review and a follow on whatever (laughs) podcast platform they're listening on smooth thanks it wasn't that seamless i'm working on my new intro um so sean also people don't know but i fucked the intro up the first time and i said movie news (laughs) what can you do bring it up sneak behind the curtain let them all know no, they need to know we're flawless human beings and never make mistakes. That's, that's true. Um, okay, so Sean, we're starting off Weird News Wednesday this week with the terrorisation of homeowners. Now, I know this sounds like a dangerous topic to go to. It's, it's a dark yeah, this, is, this isn't the usual thing we cover. We, co- we cover gooses being stuck in bars and shit like that. Interesting you say gooses, but this is about terrorism, Sean, because I have swan terrorises homeowners by constantly knocking on front doors. <laughs> He's just this, causing mild amounts of hassle. And this gets a full article and news story. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm going to get my pun out of the way quickly. Uh, God, that swan has some neck on him. There we go. Can I just tell you that this article starts off with... Now, I've seen a lot of jokes, Sean. <laughs> but I've never come across a joke that is so bad that I read it and I went, no, I don't want, no. 
no, just not having I, it. I'm quitting. <laughs> because let's do let's do a quick knock knock joke here, Sean. That's what this hour starts with, right? Right. Now you will know the punchline because I will stop talking after it. So here we go. Knock knock. Who's there? A swan. A swan who? <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's the start of the article. But uh, that's not how... Okay, that's not how <laughs> knock-knock jokes work, first of all. It's not even how you structure a knock-knock joke, just in terms of breaking it down, like... No, like, I get this is the first time you've ever had a swan knock at the door and had that be the main focus of the article. It's that time yeah. a chicken crossed the motorway all over again. It's, but, it's, it's absolutely, yeah. In terms of opening people up to the news, pretty shit way to do it. Where's the, Where's this set? Where's this story happening? The residents of a town in England have been dealing with a confusing nuisance involving a swan that seemingly likes to knock on doors. Unfortunately for homeowners, it apparently will knock on a single door for up to three hours at a time, Sean. So the swan has OCD, is what you're telling me. <laughs> no. <laughs> or is just really rude. It's just like, I know you're in there. Fucking come out, boys. Is he after money or something? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Give me your money or your kneecaps is what he's outside saying. But this is the thing, like in England. There's the ice cream man again. Bit of sun in Ireland. Fucking hell, lads. Connor's getting ice cream at least once a week on this show. <laughs> once a fuck? day. Once I have him coming around before lunchtime as well. He do, yeah, does he make house calls? He does. <laughs> he makes house calls. The, uh, I was going to say, in England, aren't, can't you not kill swans or something? Don't they belong to the Queen? Isn't that a thing? <laughs> Sorry, can I just say, that sounds like you've done research in terms of how often in Ireland are you like, fuck, I'm going out to kill some swans. No, I'm not going out to kill swans. I'm just saying it's it's a bigger offence to kill a swan in England because they all belong to the Queen. Yeah, I think I've read something like that as well, yeah. I think it's in Hot Fuzz it's touched upon, but I'm not sure. Right. This isn't movie and, and news. That is, that's mostly all of our areas where we go to for news. That is Edgar Wright films. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, all swans are owned by the Queen. Or at least that's what most people think. I'm not reading the rest of this article. All swans are owned <laughs> by the, the Queen. First, first line of Wikipedia always does me. <laughs> Do you ever just... The, two, the little arrow down, you know, like yeah. the four questions. I just always click the first arrow down. That's the answer. It's fine. <laughs> and and it, it's wrong. It's clearly wrong. But it's like, nah, it's the first answer. No one will hold it against me. don't have time to search. I'm so full of things to do as I sit back this and have one. another drink. This swan doesn't have very much to do, though. He's no. just knocking on doors for three hours. Well, Sean, this phenomenon has been going on for five years in oh. Northampton, the, <laughs> according to the news. According to the news outlet, no one is sure why the bird is behaving this way. The swan has been there for seven or eight years with its mate, homeowner Stephen Legg, told the outlet. Around this time of year, five years ago, the male swan started messing around my front door. It rattles Mess- the letterbox with its beak, and it stands in front of the glass. <laughs> Menacingly. Just, just in the sitting room, just staring in the window. <laughs> it's like, hello, Steve. And he slowly, like, just has his fist, and he's, like, punching his other hand, like, you wouldn't want to come out, Steve. You'd have no fucking legs left. <laughs> How long can you put up with that? Five, like, five years of a swan. And is he just, like, tapping on it with his bill, or is he getting up mm. and hitting the knocker of the door? Well, it has an MO shot. 
Because right, okay. he starts, he starts, Steve is going to tell us because he starts by rattling the letterbox, then bashes the metal with its beak quite loudly. So he starts with the letterbox, just a little, I'm here. Like, yeah, you, you know I'm you here. You think it's the postman, but it's yeah, the swan again. You're like, oh, is that the post? No, we're about to be fucked up for the next three hours. That's what's about to happen. Yeah, it's you just buckle in because this isn't going away anytime soon. The racket, he says, reverberates through the whole house. It doesn't do any damage. But it's extremely irritating. Sometimes it does it for up to three hours at time at a time. Other times, only once or twice every year. <laughs> that is a large window. It really is. The fact that it can't be predicted accurately is worse. Because yeah. it'll just occasionally happen and you're like, fuck, this is my life for the next three hours. Especially now when everyone's stuck at home. Um, By the way, if this is your first weird news, this is the level of news we like to tackle first up on the week. Oh yeah, like this is the kind of shit that we delve into and we will find the solution <laughs> to this. Because my my initial instinct was just open the door and the swan will fly away. But then I remember... Oh, he'll come in. Well, if does the door open in or out though? That's mm. a big question. Well, if it opens in, you're inviting him. He has perfect right to walk in there. It's like a vampire. That's Once true. Once you invite a swan in, he can't leave. <laughs> I mean, try and get a swan out of your house. You uh, can't. You can't. You can't. I used to live across the road from a river, and there were swans there, and I saw one go for a dog one, t- one time. <laughs> and was the dog like, did the dog sell doors? What was the story with that? <laughs> no, no, he was, uh, I, was trying, uh, I was trying to think of a joke. No, nope. I started that sentence hoping my mind would come up with yeah. something, Connor. But yeah. What was the swan, barking mad? My God. Uh, he was feeling a bit down. Was, yeah, was it was awful. a wolf way to go. So, um, and the man said he doesn't feed the bird and remains mystified as to why it's attracted to his door and his door alone. Well, Swan's famously made for life, so I think he's fallen in love with the door. I think that's the only explanation. He's trying to install devices to scare the swan away with no luck. What devices... Could you use... A trebuchet. Um, a trebuchet. <laughs> a cannon of a cannon. some kind. Um, while he was able to temporarily stop the swan by simply covering his whole door. But that also stopped, stopped the local mailman from delivering the mail. Surely, Fuck. surely just like get it delivered to a P.O. box for a while. And then, no. once the swan has been, has been satisfied that the door is no longer an option... Unless, Connor, are you Go familiar on. with the Irish myth of the children of Lur? Uh, vaguely, Sean. I'm going to need you to tell me and every other listener who definitely don't, doesn't know what you're talking about what they are. Basically, evil witch turns loads of kids into swans. It's classic. Classic so far. It's classic the same so as every far. other nursery rhyme. Turns out the, the da still loves his kids even though they're swans, right? <laughs> even uh, though they're swans. Another what swans. an idiot. But what if this man's kids, Mr. Legs' kids, have been turned into swans? Yeah. If Mr. Leg has kids, are they called toes? No, no, they would still continue on the family name of Leg Connor. Just because they're Sorry, a derivative no. of the man, they're not derivative of a leg. Sometimes, sometimes there's a gag there, but logic isn't. And you have to still go for it. He, he did call his daughter Annie. I forgot to say, how are you allowed to do that? I'm not. Because it's the first name I'm picking, not the second <laughs> <Okay>. name. 
<laughs> Sorry, no, you're right. You are right. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that ancestral <laughs> thing to me. No problem. I, I work for genealogy.com. Do you? Yeah, Very interesting. Yeah, do you want to hear about stones? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, he's been targeting houses on this one specific block shot for many years. Five years. It happened the same time last year. And it's happened the last the same time every year for the last five years. This one has gone mad. So, Sean, this has gotten public. This has gotten a newspaper article that's gone national. Worldwide, I would say, because I've come across it. Which tells me this is serious. This is something we need to solve. It is. And I, I know what you're thinking, Connor. Just wait it out. Um, mm. But but I've done the research. Swans live on average 12 years. But yeah. in certain environments, they can live up to 30 years. Fuck it. Oh, so Jesus. He's in Great. this for the long haul. At yeah. worst, he's got 25 <laughs> more years of this to get through. <laughs> At best, still another seven. He's not even halfway there. Yeah. He he could break a mirror and run out of bad luck quicker than this swan will fuck off. <laughs> no, to be fair, that implies the swan was born and immediately took a liking to this door on his day one. Okay, that's true. Oh, so, like, oh, so, so when do swans reach a mischievous you'd age? Be hoping he, he, you'd be hoping that he arrived at 27. The swan just took a dislike to this door, 27. Uh, and yeah. he's just... That, fucking, but that's still an odd one, though. Then he's the oldest <laughs> swan in the world, and then you can't hurt him. Fuck. Yeah, no, then he's, then he's immortal, and then you can't take him out either. Fuck, if this, dead, right? Connor, if this swan is immortal, there are other things at play. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think somebody's trained this swan to ruin this man's day once it, every March? It's something that we've... We've seen before, we've seen people train attack squirrels. Um, We've seen people just befriend squirrels that are dickheads. Um, So someone training a swan to bully uh, a friend or an old friend or a partner or anything like that, it's not out of the realm of possibility. But I think a swan would be difficult to train, not because they're stupid, but because they're too smart. Mm, they're, They're a wild card. Yeah, like they'll do what they want. Like, yeah, no, no matter what you tell them, they're going to roll their eyes and be like, yeah, we know, for God's sake. Yeah, I would I would have done that already, but yeah. you're holding I actually have back. already done that. I, did, I already did it, so you're I, actually too slow. I've been bothering that man's door for weeks. <laughs> have you ever talked over the letterbox? Look at this fucking guy trying to tell me what to do. Do I come into your house and knock the doors out of your letterbox? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. You're yeah, and I'd do it again, John. I would. <laughs> How's Annie getting on? <laughs> oh, died from noise. Jesus, <laughs> right, get that sorted. Jesus, sorry about that now. Um, so, Sean, we're going to move on from that swan. We don't really know how to solve that. That swan, I think, has now ownership of the door and the house. Yeah, I think his territory is just going to keep growing until your man lives in the back garden. And the swan has mm. full control of the house. Yeah. And uh, my favourite part of that story was when the swan is like looking in the window. Like he's perfectly still just making eye contact with him. Yeah. Like, you done gone and goofed, son. You done gone and goofed. I can wait here all day. <laughs> I got 25 more years, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're moving on to our next piece of weird news. And this is drunken man draw a friend to hospital in front of dump truck. Or stolen front end loader, Sean. So, it's called a front end loader in America. 
Right, but, but we it's would a call dump it truck here. What would you What would you call it? The the, the, the truck at the front. It's still for dead loader, I suppose. The truck, like like a JCB kind of thing. JCB. Yeah, that I'd call it a JCB or a. I'd jigger. call it a JCB and then sing a song. <laughs> it's a very good song. It is a very <laughs> a good, good song. song. That's, they're normally my two steps. <laughs> Someone says JCB, I think in my head, there's a fucking tune coming here. He's Luke, he's five, his dad's Bruce Lee. <laughs> Drives him round in his JCB. <laughs> um, so, uh, Sean, to this man, it's a stolen JCB. We're just going to say JCB because that's what I would call it. But yeah, um, it's it's basically a truck with the thing at the front. The, pink thing, the big up. yellow yoke. You can get them the in big Lego. The yellow yoke, guys. Jeez, you're all way smarter than us. Calm I'm down, everyone. Only Sean. <laughs> <laughs> so, a man is facing a slew of criminal charges after police say he drove his friend to the hospital in a bu- in the bucket of a stolen front end loader last week, Sean. Right. So, just mm. picked your man up and off he went. Mm. Jordan Evans, 33 of Nebraska, was arrested Friday night on charges including a felony theft, fourth offence DUI, and driving tr- during a 15-year licence restriction. So they took his year- licence for 15 years. So he really fucked up the time before this. Yeah, like what did he have to do for 15 years? Like, you had to do a lot of stuff, I could only assume. But I, weirdly, I don't think... Like, stealing a JCB would get you your licence revoked for 15 years. I think that's no. a five-year penalty at most. Yeah. So, unless he yeah. stole, like, a, a cement mixer and just poured it away. <laughs> Is that your level of crime? <laughs> Take the JCB, but if you touch that fucking cement mixer, you're going down for life, by. <laughs> if I think, I wager, and even with, like destruction involved you can do more lasting damage with a full cement mixer than you can with a jcb yeah i suppose you could sit yeah the jcb isn't it doesn't have the damage in the back like it has the, it's, it's all damage in the front you know what i mean yeah, absolutely that absolutely that's how i describe myself to new people yeah. <laughs> you can tell we've never worked on a construction site <laughs> We're gentle boys. Um, our hands look like these, so yours can look like this. So investigators say Evan stole the front end loader, which is valued at seventy five grand, and arrived at the Bryan Medical Center West Campus in Lincoln shortly before eleven p.m. with his injured forty year old friend in the bucket, according to the news outlet. Evans is said to have walked into the reception and demanded a doctor as his friend wasn't feeling too hot, in his own words. The man had several cuts and bruises, but no major damage, it was reported. What happened to him? We don't know, Sean, because he then... Go on. I was going to say, are those cuts and bruises from his friend picking him up? With a JCB. Yeah, you would definitely be black and blue after driving in the bucket of a JCB they for have, a short period. They have spikes on the front, I'm pretty sure, to like dig I into mean, the can, ground. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. He then started loudly trying to impress fellow bystanders in the waiter group but and gloating that it was his loader out there and that he was a businessman. <laughs> oh, now it's sad. Because now he's like, look at me. Look at what I've achieved. But he stole it. <laughs> Officers responding to the hospital reportedly found a piece of machinery blocking an ambulance bay. Arafok. And spotted a... <laughs> and sp- 
spotted a bottle of alcohol in the loader. In like the the bucket of it or in the driver's seat? <laughs> Maybe both, but I assume the driver's seat. That's fair. This has the same energy as you know your man last week who he robbed a bank to pay for a car that he stole. Yeah. And then he walked through the dealership being like, yep, yeah, I just casually throwing down 40 grand. I'm great. It's just what I do. Same I got energy. that kind of money. Yeah. Like, it, it, I was going to say, also, Dick moved to block the ambulance space, surely. <laughs> He's not thinking. He's thinking, I got a boast about my big JCB out the front. My friend is dying. Yeah, I might also hey, help my friend while I'm at it. When asked why he had brought his friend in the loader instead of a car, he stated that it was just easier to carry him this way. When asked what had happened to injure his friend, he said, I don't want to get into it just now. It was an awesome way to go, though. He's already dead in his mind. (laughs) In his head. He's just like, he lived a good life, but he's dead. He's going to be fine. No, I'll go tell his family. Died as he lived. Being cool. <laughs> Being a ledge bag. Uh, like, it's got to be some kind of construction. What if he was in the cement mixer? Right? What is your obsession with cement mixers? I just think they're a fabulous way to cause damage to people and property, okay? If there's ever a cement mixer attack in Ireland, I'm looking for- at you. Don't put that on me, because now there will be one. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Like, and I'll be like, wait a minute. I'll hit upload, I'll get a buzz to my phone. Please are on the lookout for Sean from the Heroes for Hire podcast. <laughs> um, so he says that his friend, it was an awesome way to go. He doesn't want to get into it though. But he's yeah. just rocked up to this hospital with his friend in the front bucket. He's dumped him out, brought him into the A&E. And it's just like, hey everyone, that's my <laughs> that's my truck outside. Not to impress you, first of all. Secondly, sort my friend now. He's a bit, you know, he's not too hot at the minute. He's in um, pieces, honestly, lads. He's honestly, I'm really worried. But anyway, everyone, I got some clout out the front. If anyone wants to say, oh, the ambulance can't get through. Well, it should have fucking parked around me. Yeah. It's not that big, right? Look, that absolute unit out there belongs to this absolute unit in here, is all I'm saying. <laughs> There's two units, and they're both me, right? They're not tell you. And also intensive care, where my friend currently is. <laughs> Once again, just can I get a quick check-up? Is he dead or alive? Just a really quick... But yeah, back... Anyway, back to this. <laughs> <laughs> this bad boy can fit so many friends in her. <laughs> he keeps, like, he's monologuing, and then every so often he turns back to the reception. Sorry, just can I just uh, get an update there on Sean Lanigan? <laughs> definitely allergic to penicillin. Did I mention that? <laughs> Did I mention that? Oh, you've already... Oh, surgery. You've already put him to surgery now and he's and he's full of penicillin. Full of penicillin. <laughs> All right. You're, just po- you're continuing to put penicillin in him as we Why? speak. Why? There's nothing even wrong with him. Why would he need that? He's grand. He just he fell down in, into a cement mixer. You know how it happens. <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> and I turned it on trying to spin him out, but it didn't help. Yeah. I tried to, tried to get the gravity going. Yeah. I was like, I was trying to swing him out into the next story. <laughs> You know how, like, if you if you swing hard enough on a swing, you'll go all the way around? Yeah. That principle would a cement mixer. Yeah, the exact same. <laughs> He's, like, at the reception whispering all this. <laughs> I don't want to wake the patients. <laughs> I can't let my new friends in the waiting room find out that I made a mistake. They, they can't know that I'm worried. That wouldn't be very cool looking. No, that wouldn't I'm fit ca- my I new got look. no cares. <laughs> all that clout back there. They think I got no cares. I've got cares. I've got and cares. worries. Human. Sometimes I just want to feel some things. Sorry, what's your name? Suzanne, yeah, Suzanne. Honestly, I'm having a tough day. Honestly, <laughs> it's been a lot. 
been a lot. And now my friend is dead. Your friend is fine. Well, yeah, exactly. He's dead. He's fine in heaven. That's in what you're going to say to me, isn't yeah. it? Thanks, Suzanne. <laughs> you're really helping me cope with the sadness, Suzanne. <laughs> it's getting louder and louder as he goes through this. <laughs> I just... I think that this man... Something happened on that construction site and he'll never tell us, but something happened that when he was drunk enough, he realised... Driving in the JCB is my only option here, and he needs to be in the front bucket. Like, it, it if okay, because if you were in a situation where the only transportation was a JCB, hmm. would you put the person in like the cab of the JCB, which I think is one person only? I think the bucket's your only option if there's an emergency. I mean, there's a, he said he didn't want to bring his car because it was easier to carry him in the JCB, which I would refute. The JCB is designed for carrying. Yeah, carrying dirt. The car has four seats. <laughs> yeah, he, he has one of those one-seater cars, you know? <laughs> it's another JCB. <laughs> it's a slightly smaller JCB. That's why he's so excited about the new one. I just don't understand the logic and also when the police were like also they noted that he appeared to be intoxicated and he didn't have permission to take the loader and he has been arrested Sean now but um, what's what's interesting is that like he's taken the JCB and he's brought it with him but he's clearly drunk something happened on the construction site that they got pissed together and this man had an accident of some kind and he's like he's dead he's so he's like dashing the incredibles (laughs) he's alive but he's dead (laughs) yeah we're alive but we're so dead and he's like only option throw him in the fucking JCP here we go that's friendship and look I do it for you Connor thanks I wouldn't do it for you I throw you in the car in the car ah is yeah. a cement mixer available? Not cool. <laughs> he wants to go as he lived in the fucking cement mixer. Fascinated by hardening limestone. Now, now, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and you're going to need to get an image up for this because right. but you're not you're not going to have to get it yet because I'm going to read the headline and I want your reaction afterwards. But I have okay. There's there's a big trend going on at the minute that food items look like famous people, Sean. And these can go for big money. Big okay. money. Right? right. We had something and like this before, didn't we? A pork chop that looked we like did. Freddie Mercury? Yeah, like that was many I think it was last year at some stage. This is one of the second probably funniest one I found or along the same lines because I have Cheeto that looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger on sale for seven grand. Fuck me. Is there a market for this kind of stuff? Arnold Schwarzenegger Cheeto. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> fucking hell I'm going to ladbible.com for this one folks because I'm something of a lad myself you are that <laughs> that doesn't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger it clearly does it's no. the exact same I was like is that Mr. Freeze it looks more like Stallone if anything it looks like a Cheeto shot. <laughs> Does look very much like a Cheeto. Like, there's an argument to be made that it looks like all kinds of people. Yeah. Looks- so the online listing refers to the snack as a coveted collector's item. Also billing it as very rare, Sean. Is it, though? Because... It's very rare. How do you... How do you... How do you, how do you, how do you, how 
do you maintain something like that? Because surely that'll go off at some point. How do you post something like that? What do you mean, how do you post some? How do you get that through, like, the postal service? It's a oh. fucking crisp, <laughs> Connor. Um, I I suppose you wrap it up in a very small package, bu- bubble wrap all around it, and just hope for the best. I think even with bubble wrap, that's that's getting gone. Like, yeah, the amount of Single- compression it would take to break that is frighteningly low. But also, it says you think it's seven grand. You gotta get the rest of the bag with it, Sean. Single Cheeto bag not included. It is not to be eaten. Stored as collectible item. I mean, it, I want everyone to look up this Cheeto, and you tell me what you would pay for this th- Cheeto. And what Lad Bible have done as well. They've collated a series of images of other Cheetos that look like things. <laughs> Do you want to go through them? Well, there's one here. It's a, it's a Cheeto that looks like the Venus de Milo statue from ancient mm, Greece. Um, yeah. It doesn't. Uh, it just looks like a, a Cheeto. And mm. one that looks like... And I'm going to read the title of this as the person on eBay wrote it. Uh, Cheeto-shaped penis balls, perfect humour or oddity. <laughs> what is the tag on that post? Who is doing that headline? I don't, it's not very SEO friendly, is it? No, who is searching those exact words? And if you are, you're not looking for a Cheeto. No, no, you're looking for something entirely different. And look, to its credit, that's the one that looks the most like the thing it's describing. Hmm. But fair enough, it doesn't have to be as detailed as Mr. Universe Arnold Schwarzenegger. I just wanted to cover this story. It's not a big story, Sean, but I just wanted to know that there's somebody selling a Cheeto for seven or ten grand in the world. And we could be in on this market. Yeah, we need to start... See, we don't get a lot of Cheetos. Like, we have to buy them in specialty shops. Um, yeah. But, I'd, see, I'd, I maybe this is me. Maybe this says more about my eating habits. Uh, I don't generally look at a lot of food as I'm eating it. Like, if I meet in a bag of crisps, I'm not inspecting every one for its likeness to famous people. And maybe I've seen that's you try just and chop it. I've seen you try and cut a steak without looking at it. It is an absolute nightmare. I ruined <laughs> Never your... looks down at the plate. It's just your thing. I ruined your kitchen table, that's fair. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> just cutting into the fucking wood. Just Very grisly, <laughs> Is this cooked? Feels very hard. <laughs> Is that, is that frozen steak? <laughs> so, do, do you think we should get on, in on this Cheeto market? Maybe we should stock up on Cheetos, find one that looks like something, and sell it for big bucks. It's like Pokemon cards. You just stock up, open a heap of them, and then one yeah. of them will make all of your savings back. So if we spend like five grand on Cheetos, yeah. but we sell one Cheeto for ten grand, that's a profit. So all the patrons... All your money's going into this Cheeto bag. I'm just going to tell you that now, right? Everything you do to support us, we don't need it anymore. We're Cheeto rich. We're, we've got Cheeto cheddar now. <laughs> Cheeto cheddar. The guy who set up Cheeto definitely says, I've got Cheeto's cheddar. 100%. Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. But as we all know, Cheeto is owned by a cheetah. Uh, oh. CEO yeah. and mascot. I, yeah, I t- and are him and Frosty friends or enemies, would you say? Do, are tigers and cheetahs friends, is what I would ask there. <sighs> David Attenborough needs to tell me these things. I don't know these off the top of my head. 
are Tony the Tiger and the <laughs> Cheetos. This is going to be one of those arrow down answers for sure. <laughs> Friends. Yeah, here we go. Here we go now. Oh. Oh no. What? Are they enemies? The the first title is uh, Chester Cheetah Welcomes Sexual Advances of Furries. Oh no. Okay, we're moving on. We're, we're done with that. Don't Google that, everyone. Don't Google Your it. search history is fucked. It's absolutely ruined. But that this this show did that long ago. Um, so we're moving on to a Filipino man, Sean, who had something happen to him and he didn't realise. You never just... You know how, like, sometimes you might hit your elbow off something and yeah. you forget you do it. And then later on, the next day, you look down and you have a bruise there. You're kind of like, when the fuck did that happen? I can't remember. Well... This happened for 14 months for one Filipino man, as Filipino man had knife lodged in body for 14 months after stabbing without realising. How small was the knife? And where was it? A man in the Philippines had a knife lodged in his body for more than a year after he was stabbed without realising it was there. So Kent Ryan Tamau was stabbed by a group of teenagers last year, on January 20th. Um, he was taken to a government hospital for treatment, but the treating physician allegedly stitched up the wound and gave him painkillers without taking an x-ray first. <laughs> However, a 4-inch, 10-centimetre blade was still lodged inside his body next to his rib cage. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. How did they miss that? That's surely, as a doctor, step one is, do you have a knife in you? Question two, are you dead? (laughs) I like that that's the second question. (laughs) But this does give me time to pitch my genius idea. Okay, so so imagine you're a doctor, Connor. Mm. I I don't have to imagine too hard, I have the braids. There you go, but not the Mm. application. Uh, (laughs) Absolutely not. Or the brains. <laughs> but what... Okay, so you have your stethoscope. Most useful tool in yeah. a doctor's bag. As uh, they all do. Wrapped around your neck. What if that. that stethoscope was also a metal detector? Holy shit. Huh? I mean, it would no longer work for its original use. That you Like, unless you had metal in your heart. Fair enough. But are you making, like, a double-ended stethoscope? Yes. There's one... Like, tendril of the stethoscope does the stethoscope and the other end will find a knife that's stuck in your body and possibly right. fuck up a pacemaker. And I can't stress, <laughs> both Which, ends look exactly the same. <laughs> no colour coordination whatsoever. No. It's just like, now John, you had the pacemaker put in when? Three weeks ago, did you? Right, I'm just going to have a look at, oh, John's dead again. Oh, for God's sake. Right. Who's after swapping these two? I have them clearly tagged. <laughs> Who rubbed off my Sharpie marks? <laughs> Arrow just says, this is for the ha- or heart. And the other one also says, metal heart. Who rubbed out the metal bit? I'm so confused. <laughs> just a, a good doctor would know. <laughs> um, so he's got a 10 centimeter, 4 inch blade lodged in his body. Tamau said he occasionally felt pain in his chest when the weather was cold. But it was never bad enough for him to see a doctor. He just said, I just waited for the pain to pass. For 14 months? Yeah. Like, sure. Like, look, I've seen Iron Man, and that knife is mm. surely working its way slowly towards his heart. 
I think that's the only explanation. Yeah, I think he, he next up is death. But like, I I can understand kind of it. Like, if you go to the doctor and the doctor doesn't find the knife in you, surely you would assume, oh, there's no knife in me. Uh, but they didn't ask him the question, do you have a knife in you? Are you are you putting it on the customer in this case? To give oh, no, that I think it's the doctor's forward? fault. I think step one is check to see if the knife victim has a knife in him. You know what's fucked though is what if like. Because he was having pains in his lungs and things like that. What if they sent him to get an MRI? Oh, shit. Because what would oh, happen? Because yeah. the knife would just get ripped out of him. Oh, fucking hell. Isn't that twisted? That's a horror movie. That's in Final Destination 17. 100%. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, they survived the original stabbing. But then but 40 years down the line, their shrapnel still in him. And yeah. they need to get an MRI. Oh, that's brilliant. 14 months after he was stabbed he had a pa- he had to pass a pre-employment medical test for a new mining job an x-ray revealed one x-ray revealed that the knife <clears throat> was just inches away from piercing his lungs Sean oh my god I think once the knife is in your body it's inches away from piercing multiple really important things yeah there's a, like the area he got stabbed there's a lot down there that wouldn't do well with a puncture, I would say. No. He said, I had no idea there was a knife in my chest. Now I'm relieved to know uh, to, to know the real problem for why he had a slight chest pain. He is very relaxed for a man who has very been inches from death for 14 months. Would it just take one, like, bad fall for a game over? I would say, like, a cough could do it. Yeah. Like, or even, like, if he fell over, like, or if he fell off the bed... Or if he tripped, maybe something happens, he slips, falls down the stairs for a few steps, and it's just like, that's game over, you're done. Or like, and this is a really grim one, right? But imagine like... Oh, here we go. He comes home from work, a hard day at the mining factory. And As you do. he's coming up the driveway, and his young son runs to give him a hug. <laughs> Why does he have a young son? Okay. And the son has only just learned how to run. And... <laughs> He's 14. He's 14. He had issues running. And so this is a huge deal. And so he runs and he hugs him. But he hugs him just around the stomach. Yeah, but like too hard. Like he, he like spears him when he does it. Yeah. And then he pulls Because he's 14. He's he six foot four. He did. <laughs> but when he does, he's, the body stabs him back. <laughs> and his son dies as well. This is the dumbest, worst movie ever. <laughs> it would definitely be made, though. Someone will make this. The boys at Sharknado would definitely pick up that plot thinking, fucking hell, that is that is heartbreaking. Yeah, look, and look, if, if you do, look, anyone can have that plot. Um, I only ask one thing, you let me be one of the tornadoes. <laughs> There's just a tornado going on around in the background as these two people are stabbing each other. <laughs> oh that'll be a plot point now later on I'd say Jeez, that'll play into no it won't no it won't <laughs> you think it will but it won't that's the real it's just there subverted expectations <laughs> so so we're going to move on to another man who he's a crime bot right he's right. a mafia fugitive he's a mafioso what's the most ridiculous reason for a mafioso to be caught after being on the run for several years. He... It's the modern era. Social media is is running rampant, Sean. 
Did he share like a Facebook memory of the time he gave a guy cement shoes? Matthews, what is your fucking hell? There we go again. Everything he says. Cement this, cement that. <laughs> Get over it. So, Matthew, you're, you like go to those history museums, all the mud houses, you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Fucking wattle <laughs> They need a few bricks. <laughs> I that get, wouldn't last the winter. I finally get to like the Roman exhibit where they invent concrete, and I'm just like, now this is what I came to see. <laughs> now this is cement racing. <laughs> um, so, Mafioso on the run, caught after showing off Italian cooking skills on YouTube. Oh, he was trying to become YouTube oh, famous. He was trying to become Logan Paul. <laughs> there are easier ways to become Logan Paul. A mafia fugitive who has been on the run for over five years was apprehended in the Caribbean after he posted videos to YouTube and police recognised his distinctive tattoos, said the police. Oh, why would you, like... Surely... Did he... Oh. How he does, makes a mean lasagna. That's he, all that matters. He really does. But and, and look, the family recipe needs to be shared. That's true. But if you're a mafia boss, surely low profile is one of the first things you learn. Especially if you've been on the run for five years. You've clearly been doing all right. Yeah, you've gotten away with it, essentially. You're in the Caribbean. Yeah, like, and Mark Biart is believed to have led a quiet life in Boca Chica in the Dominican Republic, with local expats considering him a foreigner, a officer said in a statement. However, his cover was blown after he and his wife posted cooking videos to a YouTube channel on which he regularly boasted about his Italian cooking and heritage. I thought you were going to say about his time in the Mafia. (laughs) I love cement, especially in shoe form. Here's a good recipe for cement. You're, you're like the only subscriber. Guys, everyone tune in. This seems pretty good. Are they still on YouTube? Uh, I don't know. Um, but they got caught. I suppose he's already been arrested. Probably, Yeah, they probably made him take the videos down. Can't get that ad revenue while you're in jail. No. Well, the wife is still out. She didn't do any cement shoes. Well, maybe. We don't Th- know. That we know about. Look, people can do cement shoes if they want. People can do- We're not advocating Everyone can do it. cement shoes. <laughs> While the 53-year-old worked hard to keep his face covered in the videos, he inadvertently let his tattoos be filmed, which helped him to be recognised by police hunting him, which to me implies his wife or him came up with the idea. And they're like, and he's like, can I do that? I am is, on the run. Is it a and bit on the nose? <laughs> And one of them came up with the idea of like, should I just wear a mask? And they'll never be able to catch you, Mark. And maybe long sleeves or something. Long, no, no, a t-shirt to be fine. No, he's <laughs> long sleeve for the first three episodes, but the mask keeps getting shorter and shorter. Yeah. And he's getting like more and more skin on show as he gets more comfortable with not getting caught. And it's the Caribbean. You don't want to be too hot while you're cooking. No, you want to be relaxed in the video format, John. Yeah, oh, don't we all? That's why we stick to audio, where we're tense all the audio time. Audio platform. I'm, I'm sweating like a maniac, like the guy <laughs> in <an> airplane. <laughs> the um, so did he? Has he been like tried? Has he been like sentenced to like a certain so amount he, of time? The story is that he had been on the roads since 2014 uh, when they um, he was trafficking cocaine 
in Europe, Sean. And so then the Italian prosecutors were after him. He moved to Dominican Republic where he escaped to, according to the police. He was careful not to attract attention and kept his distance from the numerous Italians living in the area as well. So he's doing all the right things so far. Yeah, it's Um, all going well at the start. Yeah. Um, So then he basically, what happened was he did well for a few years and then something happened where his wife said to him, I'd like to set up a YouTube channel and I think we could show people our cooking. And one half of him is like, I'm on the run. But the other half, that clout, though. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That social media clout, do you think? Or maybe he was against it from the... St- oh, no, because he's the one doing the cooking, is the thing. So he was like, yeah, that's a great idea. I'll do no, all I'm, the cooking. I'm- for the first episode, he's a hundred percent like really scared, and yeah. then they upload it, and like twenty four hours pass, he's like, "They're not after me, I'm free, finally." It, it, like, do you think it's because they were just bored that there was nothing else to do? Yeah, absolutely. They've moved there. Like, he has a life of killing people. <laughs> he's just like now living on a beach. Like, I wish I had some cement. <laughs> Don't we all, bud? Don't we all? <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> uh, that's a, that's ridiculous. It's it's again. It's people getting caught by doing the stupidest things. And what's worse is this guy did the right. No, look, not the right thing, but he went the mm. correct way about not getting caught for a very long time. Mm. And then he just, you know, he just slips up. What can you do? Just true it all. Now he has to put out a YouTube apology video. It's all black and white. <laughs> He's crying. He's happy. He's fake crying. He's like, I've been talking to Logan. And he said this was the way to go. <laughs> he said, just say you're sorry, but don't actually admit any wrongdoing. That's yeah. fine. I'm really sorry if I offended anyone. Yeah. I'm sorry if you were offended. Um, yeah, I'm sorry by if you felt killings. offended by what I did. Yeah, I'm sorry to all the families. You know, I killed all those people. If they were sad when I did that, obviously... That's bad. I'm sorry about that. Um, but I've been just trying to... I've been doing a lot of insular thinking. And I've seen some people. I've talked to some friends. And I really feel like this experience has made me grow as a person. And I don't think I'll be killing anyone for at least another year. Like at and least. subscribe. Like it, dr- smash the fucking like <laughs> button. That like like button. I smashed your husband's face that one time with those brass knuckles. Again, can't stress enough. Sorry about that. Honestly, Hon- sure. I'm sorry if that's offended you, but that's just how I joke. That's my sense of humor. If I'm in, a, I have a dark sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's me it. and James Charles have been chatting, and we think we're gonna do a collab. <laughs> We're getting too into it, Connor. We're revealing too much about our YouTube watch history. <laughs> um, okay, so Sean, we're going to have to move on to our next piece of news. And this is not, it's not often we get two stories in one week based around swans and the other geese. Because I have Broward Man 83 shoots neighbour over geese, police and family say. <laughs> As, so he shot him as a result of the geese. <laughs> yes. So an 83-year-old man faced a Broward County judge on Wednesday charged with attempted murder after the police say he opened fire on his neighbour on Tuesday morning. I have just googled where Broward County is and it all makes so much more sense. Sorry, Sean. Did I say Broward County? I meant Florida man. <laughs> See, there we go. Now I have no further questions, Your Honour. The ongoing dispute was apparently over the feeding of the geese. <laughs> uh, 
As in he wanted to feed them or he didn't want those geese fed? According to an arrest report obtained by local news, Victor Esquera walked up and began shooting at Jose Gambaruta, who was sitting on his porch minding his own business. There was a scuffle between the two when Gambaruta was shot in the arm. A nearby witness kicked the gun away as he called police, the report said. Esquera is being held without bond. Esquera's daughter spoke to the local news. She said she knows her father was in the wrong. While she wasn't there when the shooting happened, she said there was an ongoing issue between the two neighbours over her father feeding ducks and geese in the area and and the other man being deadly against feeding those animals as they will constantly come back and annoy him. Both men have valid points. On one hand, it it, it is nice to feed geese and stuff. But on the other hand, yeah. you don't want geese hanging around. There, Mister Mr. Leg uh, will attest to that. Mister Leg, yeah, um, he'd give an arm and a leg to not see another swan in his life. Oh, That's what he would. Very good, very good. That's him and, and his sister. Him and his sister. <laughs> <laughs> Again, they'd have the same. Well, unless she's married and she took the name. It's a whole yeah. thing. She, yeah, look. Uh, when I this is my favorite bit in the whole article. By the way, they talk to the daughter. Which can you imagine? Right, she leaves. Mm. She leaves her father, who's eighty three. He's never been involved in any issues. She comes back, and he's an attempted murderer, and he's gone to jail. And she says, "When I came home, I heard that he shot him over a geese." And I said, "He shot the man." And I'm like, "Why did you shoot him, Dad? It's about geese." It's the principle of the thing. He doesn't like being told what to do. <laughs> He's just arms crossed like, he was fucking wrong though. He was wrong. I'm just saying that now. Yeah, like I, I, look, I'm, I'm not claiming to be perfect. But in this mm. regard, I am entirely right. So apparently the victim was is still recovering from the gunshot wound to his arm, but he is okay. The arrest report says the officers were able to find out what happened because the victim recorded the entire shooting on his cell phone. Ah, he, he got that evidence. Florida man. So he seen Florida man 83 walking towards him with a gun. He said, time to pull out the old android. <laughs> better, better have this on film. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, is this the worst? If he had died, is there a dumber way to die? It, uh, so probably, but also, you, you, it's a tough one to reconcile with. As mm. like at the funeral, people would have to talk. People might not know all the full story. Uh, like just visitors to the church and stuff, be like, "Oh, it's very sad. How did he die?" Well. You're not going to believe this, but he was deadly against the feeding of geese. <laughs> and it it was something that he was willing to die for. <laughs> it was it was a hill that I said was one too many. He said, no, I'm willing to die. And we always laughed. And we said it was a bit of a joke. He's a jokester, like, you Joker, know how he is. But, classic pranks. But no, he meant for reals. He was going to die. <laughs> and, and, and he did, like, he's a man of his word. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the other guy, can you imagine the anger to be like arguing with your neighbour about geese and in his head he's like, the only next logical step is to murder the man to get my own way about feeding the geese. Yeah, like unless there's been, like this has been going on for years and years and years and this was somehow the final straw. Um, Mm. 
But like, I, I, why shoot a man over the feeding of geese? That's what I ask <laughs> of this podcast. I feel like Florida man. He, no matter what age he is, he just has no lo- logic. He just does things. He just he does what he feels in the moment. Yeah, you just you can't justify it. It's just it's 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 like Godzilla. It's just it balances things, you know. The same as Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. Same as Godzilla. Thanks for that. Appreciate you you coming in with that nice sum up, Connor. Thanks for that. Feel great about myself now. Nice. Good. Good. You shouldn't. Okay, we're finishing off weird news this week with a Florida mom shot. Now this story isn't that like it is weird, right? But. There's a bit in it that is just so weird that I said it had to come last. Because Florida Mom, it's it's a very strange scenario she's found herself in. But it's also one we can slightly relate to. Because I have Florida Mom with boxing gloves super glued to hand. Fights girl at daughter's school, police say. What part of that can you relate to? <laughs> the reason why she's at the school is because her daughter is being bullied by that girl. Right, okay. Mm. And why, so, f- why super glue the boxing gloves on? Now, that is the bit that caught my eye as well. And you will not believe the reason. Give me ten reasons why you think that woman has a boxing glove super glue. Give me two. You're she, two uh, best. They're too big for her. She needs yeah. them to stay on in the fight. Um, <laughs> or she... Did it as a joke, but now she's always prepared for a fight. A Florida man was charged, or Florida mother, sorry, was charged with child abuse after fighting a girl at her daughter's school while wearing a boxing glove, according to the reports. Edith Riddle, 34, was arrested Thursday, according to the police. The report stated that a school safety officer heard a frantic announcement over their school radio around noon, noon that there was a fight underway outside the cafeteria. Riddle had gotten into a physical fight with a child unrelated to her, according to the report. The girl was found with just slight abrasions on her knees and forearms, so nothing severe. But according to the police report, Riddle had just left the school with her daughter after a meeting with the vice principal about her 8th graders' hostile outbursts at another student, okay? So her daughter was in a fight at having hostile relations with this woman, or this girl. Yes. And they clearly didn't get on. And so the, she's been called to the school to basically like, your daughter and this girl are always fighting. She has very hostile outbursts towards her. And this the other girl is saying that she's fighting her constantly. So she's turned up to the school. That's why she's on the premises, Sean. Instead of leaving the campus after the meeting, it's reported that Riddle's daughter went to the cafeteria straight from the police or the, from the pre from the president <laughs> from the principal's office to fight the other girl immediately after the meeting fucking that is that's pretty right or die as a parent I will say like just, no she, this I mean this is the daughter by the way the sorry. daughter has gone to the cafeteria to fight right okay okay so that two kids fighting that's fine <laughs> Yeah, Riddle's daughter punched the other girl before Riddle then joined in. So Riddle's daughter turned up and then she's like, I'm on the premises, I'm going to have to jump in and help. Tag me in, tag me in. (laughs) Throwing punches herself, according to the report. Now, this is the bit. Riddle was wearing a boxing glove 
when she arrived at the school <laughs> and, oh. and had told the officials it was super glued to her wrist and that she couldn't remove it for nothing relating to the incident. <laughs> I th- what? Why? Why? How did she not have to explain that at all? Why it was super glued to her wrist? <laughs> The idea that everyone's kind of like, oh, she must have brought the boxing gloves to fight the other girl who's bullying her daughter. Which is that makes fucked, way more but sense. But it makes sense. Yeah, like it's dumb, but it's another level of ridiculousness to be like, oh, I just arrived and a fight broke out and I had the boxing gloves on. Better to have a glove and not need it than need it and not have it, is what I say. <laughs> I have a theory about what that glove is about, by the way. I've just worked on it. Because it's only one. I think she's trying to quit smoking. Oh, good. She doesn't have another hand. <laughs> another hand's a stump. Well, try and use a lighter and a cigarette. You know, it's a whole thing. Oh, yeah. yes. Although this, the boxing glove has the, like, the tub and the rest of the fingers. You can All hold right, the cigarette, smoky smokers, and you figure it <laughs> out. Sm- <laughs> she only smokes rollies. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's struggling. She's struggling big time. That's it. That's my theory anyway. Um, I can only assume this woman was arrested, by the way, for assault. She was a child. arrested, and uh, the ch- other child's parents uh, are pressing charges, Sean. Yeah, but Florida play. woman, like Florida woman, is the type of woman to turn up to the school that her child is getting in trouble by the principal, and she's sitting in that meeting before the fight breaks out with just one boxing glove <laughs> sitting on her hand. It really sets a tone for the meeting, doesn't it? When someone is just prepared to, <laughs> if you're the principal. Box. You know the principal, like, thanks for coming in, Miss Riddle. Um, yeah, I, I just feel a bit threatened right now. Do you, are you here for any other reason just to listen to me talk, or what's the story? So, sorry, uh, Principal Johnson, the the the, Johnson. the, kata- the katana is super glued to my hands, I'm afraid. <laughs> the other hand has a bazooka on it. It's just really for whatever means I have for fighting. Or one hand is super glued to a grenade, and the other hand is super glued to a pin. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to believe how I ended up in this situation. <laughs> well, that's yeah, the old super that's glue factory. <laughs> and, oh man, I just the mental image of this woman being like in the in the office with the principal, like your daughter is causing severe trouble with another student, and we need to get to the bottom of it. And she's like, hmm, tinking with the boxing glove <laughs> under her chin. Mm, that's an interesting one. She went, she went for the handshake straight away at the start. <laughs> Do you think she, when she came out and the fight broke out, she was kind of looking forward to that? Well, it's like, now who looks foolish, children? Yeah, I, everyone was laughing at me, but now the fight has broken out and I am in charge. But, but you all wish you had a boxing glove on yeah. at the minute, you know? She didn't say anything about bringing the headgear in her fucking back pocket, though. She just pulled it out and just started putting it on, just wrapping it under her chin and everything. That's it, well, it, it, it would be foolish to leave the house with your boxing glove and not your headgear. She only has one boxing glove as well. So if they want to fight dirty, she has the knuckles as well. That's true. And those are wrapped in barbed wire. <laughs> Before she started punching the young girl, she like put her hands out to like but touch put gloves with her. It's <laughs> like, touch my gloves. And go clean fighting that. They're in school. There's literally a bell ready to go. <laughs> and just the bell rings for Nick as she goes and sits down on the cafeteria chairs. Her the door is like pouring water over her head. <laughs> fucking yeah, right, fucking, I'm going back in. Oh, Florida mom, you've you've outdone yourself. And you're also probably going to prison. 
so Sean, that is it for this week's weird news. What a week of weird news. A lot of lot of ducks and a lot of mischief going on this. A week. lot of ducks and mischief. That's kind of our aim here on the show. That's it, that's it. Some foul goings on, shall we say. Oh, ah, well done. Waterfowl, like ducks and geese. <laughs> oh, stop, uh, just stop. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday, of course, with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you goes out to everyone who supports us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. We do extra episodes there. We're doing some stuff on Falcon and the Winter Soldier as that's coming out. We're doing movie reviews. We did Mask of the Phantasm last week. Very good movie. Go give that a listen mm-hmm. if it's anything you might be interested in, if you like Batman and comic books and stuff. Um, and big thank you, of course, has to go out to all of our patrons who continually change their names every week and make my life uh, better. We'll say better for the sake of the show. He doesn't mean better, though. Uh, interesting. Uh, so, big thank you goes out to Waffles Loves You and is hoping you are having a good day. But if you are not, that's okay too. It's important to feel your emotions. Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Snyder Cut My Hair, Bernie, Raymond, hashtag Save Martha Ging, Roisin, Robbie Williams' CGI Monkey Enthusiast Halley, Ryan Satron Paint Evanson, Sean Sphere for a Head Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah, Florida Gal Green, Anna, Maureen has the fry on Helm Roos, and... Here we go, Little Dicky, what's he come up with? Little Dicky, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, (laughs) prestidigitation is simply quite atrocious, McGrew. I hate it. Of course. I'm I'm ruined. Why are you not so good at reading names, Sean? It's just a simple reading of names. I don't understand why you mix it up. Why are you uh, so mean? Oh, fuck. Okay. (laughs) We're also... Thank you, everyone, for supporting us over there. All those names. You're all amazing. Thank you so, so much. Um, If you want to get merch, that's linked below as well. There's a Spreadshirt shop down there. Uh, It follows on Twitter, at Here's for HirePod. The four is the number four. Facebook, you can go to Detective Divilment's discussion group for some chats about the week's weird news. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, Here's for Hire podcast. Or you can email any questions or queries to Here's for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. But I think that's about it, Connor. I think that's about it, Sean. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Meehan. I will see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.